When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Don't wait for appreciation to buy real estate. Buy for cash flow and wait. In other words, hold that house. Your hosts, Matt Andrews and Matt Terrio. Yeah. Hello. Flipping houses can make you rich. Holding them will make you wealthy. This is the Hold That House Show. I am Matt Terrio, and over there is Mr. Matt Andrews. Bring it. And before we begin, before we bring it, we've got a free gift for you. Go to holdthathouse.com and download the four-hour work month. It's the Ten Commandments to Managing Property Managers. The key ingredient to financial independence through real estate that they're not telling you about. And you're not going to hear it anywhere else, but we're going to give it to you here. And you can get that for free at holdthathouse.com. Alrighty, today we're talking about tools of the trade. And why are we doing this? Well, a lot of people have been emailing lately asking, you know, what do you use for this? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. So I thought, let's just do an episode where we break down some of our best tools. Uh, You know, some of these aren't groundbreaking. Some of these are tools that you guys have definitely heard of, no doubt. But maybe we're using them a little bit differently than you. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe they'll, you know, provide some shortcuts for you guys. So we thought we could just go down a list of, you know, some of the mostly online tools that we're using uh, on all sides of our real estate business. Love it. Love it. Cool. Okay. So what's the what's the first tool? Let's jump in. The first tool is something you guys have probably never heard of before. It's called Zillow.com. That's new. You guys have heard of that. I know you I know almost everyone (laughs) has heard of Zillow, right? Um but a lot of people, you know, the first thing I usually get, Matt, when I say Zillow is, oh, Zillow, their their estimates are so far off. Oh, their valuations mm-hmm. are so far off. They're either way high or way low or whatever. For sure. That might be true. Maybe that is true. I don't know because I don't pay attention to the Zestimate. Let me tell you one thing about that, though. Yeah. It, it depends on what side of the equation they're on, whether Zillow agrees with them or not. <laughs> right. Because sellers true. thinks it's right on. Right. Buyers think it's way high. Buyers think it's way high. Good. Sellers think it's way low. Exactly. Exactly. So... You know, how do we use Zillow? You know, the, the Zestimate, like we were saying, can be high or low, or maybe it's right on. That's immaterial because it doesn't really matter to me what Zillow thinks a property is worth. That right. might be helpful starting information. But here's how I use Zillow. Let's say you've got a subject property. You're trying to figure out uh, what it's worth or you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out what you can pay for. You're just trying to get some kind of quick comp, mm-hmm. right? Um, you don't want to go through getting a bunch of MLS comps and talking to your realtor contact and getting this emailed over and looking at all these. You just need a quick valuation to figure out, is this a deal or not? Mm-hmm. So here's what you do, guys. You go to Zillow, you put in the property address, right? You bring up the property page, and then basically don't pay attention to anything that's right there in front of you. Scroll down on that page about halfway down on the right-hand side, you're going to see two different sections. You're going to see nearby houses for sale, mm-hmm. and you're going to see nearby similar sales, all right? Those are both really valuable tools. So nearby houses for sale just lets you know Okay, for the square footage and the area you're in, here are five other houses that we think are somewhat similar. So it gives Mm -hmm. you a really quick idea of what people are maybe listing properties at. But even more valuable than that is the next section down, nearby sales or recent sales, right? Mm -hmm. If you click on that, 
uh, it'll bring up a, f- a full menu. It'll show you two or three right there on that page. But if you click on nearby similar sales, it'll bring up a full page of what they consider to be comps, mm-hmm. right? In the, now, that grid, kind of a spreadsheet type format, right? In that, yeah, right. in a grid. It's got a little I map. I know what you're talking about. So yeah. you can you can expand the map mm-hmm. and get more comps, or you can uh, you know collapse it and make it smaller and just get a few comps. But the idea is then you can look through um, that you know that information and you can see, okay, look. My house that I'm trying to figure out what it's worth is a 4-2. So I'm going to look at just the 4-2s here, all right? Mm-hmm. So you can look down, okay, we've got three or four four twos. Now, out of those three or four four twos, which are similar in square footage, right? Mm-hmm. So you got maybe two of the three are similar in square footage. Well, that's a good starting point then. You can see what those just sold for. Mm-hmm. So if you're buying distressed properties, you can kind of compare that with other distressed properties that were sold. Uh, if you're trying, you know, if you're rehabbing and trying to sell a property or just trying to figure out what your rental is actually worth if mm-hmm. you were to sell it, um, this is a great tool and it allows you to do it within, you know, probably two or three minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, you want a real comp? Well, then you need to get MLS comps. You need to go through a whole comp process. Right. And we'll have a show on that mm-hmm. coming up really soon about how you really get good comps. But for a quick, easy tool just to figure out, you know what? This person wants to sell me their house at 50K. Is that way too much or is that a steal of a deal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this similar sales can help you figure that out. And right. it can help you figure out, hey, this is now a conversation I want to have with this distressed seller. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good tool. And that's not how most people use Zillow. Right. You know, they think they go on Zillow to get a value of their house. You right. know, and that's that's not the right way to use it. The right way to use it is to just to do a broad comp analysis. Sure. And that's really, really well, let helpful. me let me comment on that real quick. Is I never thought I would do this because when Zillow came out, and very few people know this, <laughs> I was a real estate agent. You're going to let us in on a secret. I'm going right to let you now. in on a secret okay. right now. All right. That I invented Zillow. <laughs> I knew <laughs> Me it. Me and Al Gore, that he did the internet, <laughs> oh. I did Zillow. Oh, no. <laughs> no, here's what I mean is when Zillow was first announced, I was a real estate agent in Palos Verdes in Southern California in the South Bay. And I had, was about only two weeks away. From launching, quote unquote, Zillow for the South Bay. And it was going to be my lead generation site for me as a realtor. It's how I was going to get listings. And uh, Zillow came out and I was like, oh, I had so much money, so much time invested into this website. And it was so cool. And I just let it go. And I was like, screw it. So <laughs> I've had this like um, thing with Zillow. Like I've been kind of mad at them, harboring some anger about yeah. them. And especially when I find a Zestimate and it's way off, I was like, see, your thing sucks. My, mine <laughs> works. Zillow's no good. Yes, mine works. Yeah. And uh, anyway, here we are a decade later, I guess. And I actually have found myself because we do so much volume in our office now that it takes a long time to run comps on every single sure. property. So with our formula, I actually use the Zestimate. Yeah. As the starting point. And I That's take fine. 70% of that. I subtract, the, subtract the, the uh, repairs. I subtract my profit and boom, there's my all cash offer. Sure. And then I'll work up from that on, on our other options. But yeah, but uh, it's actually gotten a lot better. It is not what it used to be. Well, it's not what it used to be. And also the market has changed a little bit. The reason, you know, especially in Florida where, you know, that was my main market where mm-hmm. I started flipping. The, the estimates there could be crazy because it was literally worth twice as much like three months before. Right. You know, and it would, I mean, those values when the crash hit, it changed by, you know, so, so quickly and by so much that Zillow and the data, they analyzed the property, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, county property records and all that kind of stuff. They couldn't, there was no way it could be fast enough mm-hmm. to stay up, you know. So for a while there, especially in the 
2009, 10, 11 years, mm-hmm. um, it was really hard to get anything close to a, a good right. value because you could right. have two homes side by side that were the same house, basically, and one would be like 120 and one would be like 20 right. <laughs> and stuff right. like that. Right. So I, I see where people were coming from with that, but you're right. It's gotten a lot better because of the market and because of their analysis, mm-hmm. I think, their algorithm. And you know the the sales data that you pull, like I just talked about, that data is based on houses that sold. I right. mean, that's public data. You right. know, you can't – they're not messing that up. So it's up to you to look at it and compare it and see if it's close to your house and if it's a valid comp. But it's a great way to, you know, shortcut a full-on comp analysis, mm-hmm. which could take a long time. Do this in two minutes, mm-hmm. you know. And this is the way, you know, when we buy, we do postcards and direct mail to get distressed owners to call us. And my people, you know, evaluate those offers by looking at the Zestimate and those comps mm-hmm. real quick. Right. Just just so we know, should we even keep talking about this or is this something we cannot help people with? Right. So right. it's a great tool for that reason. So on that note, Zillow is – like I have some coaching clients in Houston, some in Kansas City, and that sold data is not public record. And I'm sure there's some other markets around the country. And I see you have a whole list of tools over there. And if they don't, so if Zillow doesn't provide that public information on solds and say they don't have access to the multiple listing service, where else can they go? Do you have something? For other comps. Comps, yes. For comps. So, um, boy, there's a couple, there's ePraisal. ePraisal. Is one. Okay. So okay. that, that takes also, they take like a composite of, County data and sales data and and maybe some MLS data off like Realtor.com and some of those types of things. Um, so that's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, Redfin is one. I think that's mostly out west. So I think you probably have that in California. I don't mm-hmm. think we have that one in Florida, but that one is is growing. Mm-hmm. So Redfin.com, I think, is what that's called. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a couple other comp analysis tools too. So um, you know, we've got a, enough questions about comps that mm-hmm. I think probably we'll do a show sure. just about comps and the tools we use for comps and what, how you really get a comp, you know, cool. but the first stop for me is Zillow just cause it's easy. It right. works it's really well. Easy. And then ePraisal will probably be the second stop, but, uh, there are a few other, you know, online portals too that, that will do the same thing. And the good news is, is Zillow will keep getting better more likely mm-hmm. and there will be other new tools that come out. By this time next year, there could be something totally different that blows away everything. That's you right. know? That's Some, right. Somebody will always make something that's better, right? So that's pretty cool. Just a sec. 30 seconds, actually, while we chip away at the rent. We'll be right back. Is Wall Street failing to meet your expectations? Has your 401k tragically turned into a 201k or worse? Don't panic. You don't have a money problem. You have an idea problem. We're turnkeyallies.com and we'd like to share with you a new idea how one small shift can transform your financial future and accelerate its arrival. Go to turnkeyallies.com to get this new idea that Wall Street doesn't want you to know about. turnkeyallies.com. More control, less risk. turnkeyallies.com. A um, couple other things that we use, um, tools of the trade. Uh, Trulia, I'm going to put these two together, Trulia and Active Rain. For me, this is just a good – these are both good sites for moving into – let's say you're moving into a new market. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Matt and I both uh, invest in different markets outside of our local area. We need to do research quickly and get a sense of the market a lot of times, mm-hmm. right? So, Trulia and Active Rain for me, are a really quick, easy way – to kind of get plugged into the realtors in the area, mm-hmm. you know, get plugged into the realtors, see what kind of stuff is moving, see what kind of things the realtors are talking about, um, you know, what what the market conditions are. That's really good information for market conditions and researching that type of thing. Uh, so Trulia and Active Rain, and even Realtor.com, even though it's a very consumer site, it's not made for investors. 
That's a really quick, easy way to type in a couple searches and just get an idea if you're new in an area or you're moving into a new market of what things are selling for, what things are renting for, you know, mm-hmm. what houses and apartments are renting for in that area. Um, just a quick search and, you know, they're they're not made to give you comprehensive data by any means. But a lot of these tools are tools that, you know, Matt and I both use to just quickly size up a property to figure out do we have a deal or not, you know, right. and then to help create and shape our criteria for our people that are qualifying and disqualifying deals for us after we've kind of established ourselves in that market. So a lot of these are just shortcuts, just a way to quickly get access to a lot of information uh, and cut you know cut the curve down just a little mm-hmm. bit so we don't have to figure this stuff out on our own. You know, uh, looking for market data and quick stats and trends, uh, I like Realty Track. Realty Track, Realtytrack.com. Yeah. Type, just go right there, type in the city or type in the zip code. You get uh, instantly the median list price, the median sales price, median foreclosure sales price. You get how many homes are for sale, how many have recently sold. You know, you just get a real um, idea of what that market is doing, what the uh, activity is like. So I, I like Realty Track. They've got some pretty. Gr- it's a really good looking site too. Yeah. So a lot of graphs, a lot of charts. Really good yeah. for data. If mm-hmm. you were putting, you know, if you do um, like what Matt and I do a lot of, where we put together performas of a certain area because we're selling those turnkey properties to investors, you know, to smart cash flow investors, we will pull data from a site like Realty Track so they can see, you know, what are the numbers? What are the median income numbers there? What are the median house price sale numbers? Uh, you know, what's the trend over a the previous five years and the next five years, you know, that's just a good place. And most of what you read on the news and most of what you read, you know, or or see on TV when they're talking about real estate and they're quoting any kind of percentage or trend or any kind of numbers at all, I'd say 95% of that comes from Realty Track. I mean, they're just going on that site and pulling that information. So uh, that's some of the best, most up-to-date market info that you can have for sure. Um, so yeah, we be- def- definitely both use Realty Track, and that's T R A C, right? Yes, Realty Track. Yes. dot com. So Track is spelled T R A C. Realty Track. dot com, and that's a really good one. Um, another really simple tool that I like to use. I, I don't know if you use this, Matt, is a rentometer, or maybe it's rentometer. Oh, I've been sure. using that for years. Yeah, yeah, great tool, right? Mm-hmm. So guys, I mean, if you haven't been there, check it out. Rent, you know, R E N T O. M-E-T-E-R, Rentometer. All these and, will be in the show notes, by the way. Yeah, we'll put all these we'll in there. We'll have active links for them and everything. Perfect. And so that's just a really quick, easy place that you can go and find out, um, you know, some information about uh, the rental and what your rental price should be, you know. So you can type in, you know, a certain uh, property address. And so your subject property, you want to know 123 Main Street, you know, what should this property rent for? And you can put in a rental amount. Let's say you put in like $700 and you type that in. They will tell you uh, that is too low for this area or that is higher than most people are paying in this area for that square footage or, you know, that type of home or whatever it is. So it helps you uh, kind of get, you know, within 30 seconds, get some real time data on, you know, at least give you a starting point of where your property should rent for. Now, should you rent it based exactly on what Rentometer says? No, it's a good starting point. You know, that's a great place to start. Super simple tool. So check that one out when you get a chance, rentometer.com. Um, and keep in mind on rentometer.com that it's a, um, it does a rent estimate for apartments. Right. So I like that to use that because sure. I'm primarily a single family investor. Yeah. But I like using that because it's, it's an extra level or layer of conservatism. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sure. it, it's just an extra security 
cushion. Absolutely. And so I use that number and that just kind of keeps me very conservative in my estimates. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. That's great. Uh, another thing that Matt and I both use is some kind of cash flow or pro forma spreadsheet. So, you know, as you guys are evaluating properties, however you're acquiring those properties, obviously you need to be able to size them up really quickly to decide if it's a good rental, right? And what decides, you know, what decides if it's a good rental for us? Cash flow, mm-hmm. right? What What is that cap rate? What is the cash flow? What's the return on investment for a good rental property? And, um, you know, we use uh, a couple of different tools. One is uh, Rehab Valuator. You can go to RehabValuator.com. I think that's a you know, a free spreadsheet you can download. Um, Matt, we, we have some others that we've used too, mm-hmm. right? I actually have my own version uh, called EpicAnalyzer.com. Totally free, no opt-in necessary, no membership, no pay. It's totally free. Cool. And it does, has a fix and flip calculator on there. It has a cash flow calculator and then has a multifamily calculator on there as well. Perfect. And where can they get that? That's it. EpicAnalyzer.com. EpicAnalyzer.com. So, yep. Whatever you use, guys, you just need something. And, and I like simple spreadsheets. You know, plug in a few numbers and get your return on investment, get your cap rate. Uh, so you can figure out, is this a good rental? You know, is this the type of rental I want to be in? And, you know, it's a real estate's a numbers game, right? So we have to look at a lot of properties. We have to look at a lot of different deals to find the kind of deals that we like that have those mm-hmm. double-digit cap rates, that really strong cash flow. So this is a tool, you know, something like that or a tool similar to that will allow you to do that. So definitely something you should have as a tool uh, in your arsenal is a good pro forma spreadsheet that you can quickly evaluate properties with. Mm-hmm. Um, a few more we'll just run down real quickly. Uh, Craigslist and Backpage, that's something we use both to advertise properties, you know, for rent and for sale. Um, but it's also something that we use to quickly, uh, you know, kind of get a sense of the market. So if I'm moving into a new market, when I first moved into West Michigan, I started just Craigslisting the homes for sale, you know. And what that really did was it let me know who are the other investors in the area, mm-hmm. you know, because what happens is you you put that information in, you start looking at homes, you start seeing the same names pop up again and again are the right. same companies and you start to realize, okay, this is a wholesaler mm-hmm. here in town, here in Mesquite in Michigan, or this is a wholesaler in, you know, Columbus, Ohio. And so it's almost a tool, not just to see what kind of properties are out there, but see who the players are in the market. Right. And I know no other better way than using, you know, Google and uh, Craigslist and Backpage and some of these other advertising mm-hmm. platforms to be able to see who who's advertising, who's right. spending money to try and let me know that they're an investor and then that lets me know who I should probably be partnering with or who I should be looking at to copy and not rein- and not reinvent the wheel, right? right? right. So You get to see, yeah, definitely who you, your properties will be competing against. And another thing that I, I look for inside of Craigslist, which is great, is because it's it's still kind of wild, wild west-ish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like pretty much anything goes. They, yeah, I mean, they, they do have some regulation on it. It, it is community, <laughs> community regulated. Yeah. But what I look at is the phraseology and the wording and headlines. Like if there's something where they're advertising a property and it says ROI, like that's not your local, you're not your typical realtor trying right. to sell a house for the typical homeowner. That's that's an investor looking for investors. That's a flag, or, you, yeah. or you look at cash on cash return, or you hit you see fifty percent below market value, or you see sixty cents on the dollar. You see those types of little things in in the headlines. Those are great indicators as that could be an investor friendly partner for you. Whether it's another investor, whether it's an investor friendly realtor. Exactly, and that's all part of understanding the market that you're in and investing in. I mean, mm-hmm. that's part of knowing the landscape and knowing the players 
in that market. So yeah, that's a that's a great way to uh, to look at that and, and look for those key words. Those are tells, right, Matt? I right. Mean, those are pretty those much are tells. tells. That's an investor. Yeah. Right. That's not that's not a uh, normal you know consumer trained realtor. Right. That's, that's yeah. an investor. Exactly. Or or at least a really good realtor who is geared towards investors, which is also somebody you want on your team. Absolutely. So, Good stuff. Um, so a couple other resources we use, VFlyer and Postlets. Uh, now, these are um, these are basically, and a lot of our property managers use this, these are ways to advertise your property. So you guys use Postlets, right? We use Postlets, yeah. So you're able to upload pictures of a property, mm-hmm. put information in there, um, and it puts it in a really cool template. That's what VFlyer right. does, too. Um they're basically the same type of platform. You can put a platform. video. You can put a link to a website. Everything can, in one everything place. In one and one then place. what's really cool about both of those, and uh, I won't go into details. You guys can go to VFlyer and you can go to Postlets and you can you know Google those and check them out. But it doesn't just allow you to make a really nice presentation format for your properties. It allows you to, to then syndicate those right. all over the place. So yeah. like I know VFlyer, you press one button and it automatically puts it on you know Trulia and Zillow and Craigslist and you know, other, mm-hmm. a bunch of other sites you've never heard of, you know, like right. 20 other sites or whatever. But with one click of the button, this beautiful property template that you've made shoots out to all those, right. you know, and also allows you to take that link and stick that in an email. So if you guys have a list of, you know, properties that you're renting or whatever, and you're sending those out to realtors to let them know, you're sending them out to renters because you've got a list of renters that are looking for properties, you just put that link in there and it really easily, they click on it and they see a beautiful display. You can also take it and put it in Craigslist and it'll make a nice template within Craigslist. So usually on Craigslist, you just see, you know, a bunch of text and maybe one picture or something. Mm -hmm. But if you import a postlet or a V flyer into Craigslist, it makes it beautiful Hmm. and it totally sets it apart from other people advertising or rental property. I didn't know that. Yeah. Something like that is really cool. cool. So it actually, I think you cut, cut and paste the HTML and it just, you know, then when you post it, you see it you're like, wow, and it really stands out. You Super. know, it's very visual, lots of pictures. So very, very cool. So VFlyer and Postlets, great ways to market your rentals um, or if you're selling some of your rentals so that you can buy better rentals to buy and hold, then you can advertise those the same way. Love it. Um, another, um, another kind of shortcut that I use when I'm moving into a new market is I go to LinkedIn and I join the groups that are geared towards that specific area. So mm-hmm. like when I moved into the uh, you know Columbus market, I looked for real estate investor groups on LinkedIn based in Columbus, mm-hmm. right? Well, every person that's in that group has something to do with Columbus real estate investment, right? right? Why would they be there? Why would they be there? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why would they have ever looked for it or found it, right? So that's a great starting point, again, to find the players in the market. You know, and that's so important when you're first moving into a new uh, a new market. I mean, you're in 10 different markets, I think, right now, Matt, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you you had to, in one way or another, figure out who were the possible partners for me, who are the competitors or cooperators, however you want to look at it, right? right? Who are the other players in that market? Well, that's a really easy way to amass a very quick list, you know, mm-hmm. to start then dealing with, you know, can I, can you buy properties from these people? Can you sell properties to them? Uh, would some of these people rent some of your properties for you for a fee? You know, property managers are on those groups too. So uh, that's a really, really good starting point as you're moving into a new market as well. So LinkedIn groups, and uh, you can really, you know, go about as deep as you want to on that one. There's a lot to do there, and it's a great first contact. A um, couple other things real quick, reiclub.com. It's a site that I like just for uh, real estate investing articles. You know, I like to learn by reading some of those articles. 
but also I like to use it for content, you know, just so I understand what's going on. And, you know, I can speak more knowledgeably about certain subjects maybe that I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know. So if I need to brush up, you know, my knowledge on something or if I need to refresh on some of my, you know, calculations that I use, you know, for property evaluation or just kind of whatever the situation is, there's probably an article about it in depth on REIClub.com. It's also a really cool place to go to find out all of the local investment clubs in your area. So if you're in Baltimore, Maryland, you just moved there, you want to figure out, you know, what are the good REI clubs? Are there real estate investing clubs here? You type that in there and boom, they'll pull up a full list nationwide of every of every real estate investors club, which is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So you can go on there and do that as well. Um, we got a bunch more we could go through, guys. We'll just we'll mention one more here. For those of you who are your do-it-yourself landlords, there is ntnonline.com. That is a tenant screening and there are many of these, but this is one that, that you know that we've been um, that we've been looking at, and one that I think would be good to use if you were a small landlord. NTNOnline.com allows you to do tenant screening and quickly assess a tenant who might be applying for your property, and it gives them a grade. So mm-hmm. it actually like assigns them a grade based on their previous history, and it has a lot of different factors. I'm sure that. It, that it you know brings in to assign that grade, mm-hmm. but if you're doing your own tenant screening and you want to just do a quick disqualifier just to know, hey, this person is a no go, mm-hmm. then that's a good first place to do it. Um, now you probably want to go on and do some you know more extensive background checks after that, but that's a good way to know, hey, this is not someone I need to talk to anymore. I can move on now. Right. And again, so many of these tools we use the same way as kind of broad disqualifiers. You know, is this a deal? Now I check on Zillow and I check on the similar sales. No, this is definitely not a deal. I don't need to continue with this any further. Boom, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Is this tenant going to be a good tenant for me? Oh, they have a super low score on ntnonline.com. Probably not going to take the next step with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it allows you to manage your time. Got it. It allows you to take shortcuts. It allows you to move on to the things that make us money. Mm-hmm. And what makes us money? Finding good properties that we can buy, fix up, rent out for long-term cash flow. Amen. So that's it, man. That's that's another thing that you're kind of talking about. Saving time is that in this business, speed is so important. To be able to sort and get onto the next potential deal is is so important. Or to be able to have enough information to put a property under contract to take it off market. To so you have your time now to go do your official due diligence. Right. Keep in mind everything that we gave you is. I think almost everything we gave you is an online resource. And being an online resource, I mean, we know everything on the internet is true, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we do know that. Yeah. And uh, that's been uh, proven by independent studies. Um, <laughs> that uh, don't be concerned about getting it just right when you get it under contract. Because if you're writing your contracts correctly, you've got your contingency clauses in place that you can always renegotiate or you can always cancel based on new information that you found. Right. That is not unethical. That is not being sneaky. That is totally good business. That's what business. due diligence is. Right. So you put the property under contract to to pull it off the market. So now you've got the time to do your investigating, to do your checks. And then if you something, if the market reveals something that makes that property now less desirable or not worth as much as you thought it was, now you can go back and you can cancel the contract or you can go for another round of negotiations. So use these tools to not only save your time, but also to seize opportunity and don't be afraid about securing it based off the information that you do find. That's right. And do it quickly and decisively. Right. Absolutely. So a lot of these tools just allow you to make a decision quick mm-hmm. to, to put that under contract at that price and then move forward. Because when we... You know, like we talked about in one of the past episodes, you know, when you don't know what to do next or when you're hesitant, or when you're not decisive, 
that's really when you lose. Right. You know, that's when you lose money because you just you freeze and mm-hmm. you don't do anything. You get paralysis. And these these are the kind of tools that are just quick shortcuts to help you make that decision, right. help you put that under contract. You've got contingencies if you need to get out of it later. But you can rock and roll based on the information you get here. You can keep moving forward and not stop. And Indeed. that's really the key. Absolutely. All righty. So that's it for today. Flipping houses, that can make you rich. Holding them, however, will make you wealthy. We'll be back next week. And until then, remember, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. Hold the house! Sales pitch? Sales pitch? We don't need no stinking sales pitch. Here's the ball-busting truth. You can make excuses or you can make money, but you can't do both. Get the new free book, Epic Freedom, the two easiest and fastest strategies to a paycheck in real estate. You heard right. No sales pitch. It's free. Go to freeepicbook.com. No more excuses, just real-world strategies to making real money in real estate. Freeepicbook.com. Freeepicbook.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.